Drew, I'm really excited for this E3. I really want to see some Metro Prime 4 news. How about you? What do you want to see? I'm really excited for Animal Crossing. I can't wait to pat some little animals on the head. Awesome. Wait, wait. Something's coming. <gasps> Before we move on, I have an important update on a game I know fans have been looking forward to. The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds launches on November 22nd. He did this last week. Why is he always trying to re-announce A Link Between Worlds? I have zero, zero knowledge or idea. (laughs) What's up everybody? Welcome to The House of Mario, episode 46. And we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the 8-Bit Collective. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best friend, Boris DeWitt. Hadley ho Hadley ho indeed. This week on the show, we're talking about the... Uh, we're going to round up what's uh, our thoughts on E3, round up our predictions from both ourselves and the Discord, as well as talk about some games and expansions that come out in the last few days. And the tourneys. Don't forget the tourneys. And, of course, the tourneys, which yes. we're going to talk about straight away. Yep. We were going to do a breakout episode, but um, it did turn out that... The outcome is very similar to a <laughs> year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, so the last time we had a major Smash and Splatoon tournament, uh, the outcome was zero one Smash, mm-hmm. and Japan won Splatoon. Yeah. Well, it didn't change this year. Zero one again, and <laughs> Japan won Splatoon too. Yeah, I just I just, we're watching this when we're, I don't know, half dying without sleep, half dying. Yeah, yeah, and. I think you you were organising your, like your Fortnite account, and I was just watching. I'm holy holy shit, Bryce! Look what they're doing. <laughs> I'm going to touch on that later. By the way, I feel like I'm going to get some salt out about that. But yeah, we continue. Will. Yeah, yeah, it's like just seeing their like how they were playing the game was looked insane. Especially with how fast the new game looks, it looks like a lot faster. Yep, it does. Yeah, it looks like it cater- It's it's trying to cater to the mid ground between like the absolute 100 percent mid ground between four and melee. Mm. So the way they the way they the way they described it is they were like, hey, in the uh, treehouse, in the treehouse, they were like, hey, uh, it's actually faster. It's a bit of a thing to get used to. So it's creeping closer to melee speed. Yeah, and the uh, air dodge mechanics are the same and stuff like that. And it just seems like that's what they're going for. Yeah, they're they're leaning towards the people that are allowed on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Yes. God damn it. <laughs> and also, we've, we uh, must congratulate Yenar, the Australian team who made it into the Splatoon uh, Championships. Quarterfinals, I think it was. Yeah. The, the Invitational. Yep. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, you draw, drew the, uh, the short stick, but hopefully next year. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep on going. Keep doing what you're doing. Either way, you guys did a fantastic job. So, mm. congratulations. Also, a shout out just to the uh, Australian Splatoon community. It's uh, really impressive what the, everyone's doing. It's one of the... It, it could be me, but like I, I like to think that I'm pretty in, in touch with most esports. Mm. But they're, they're definitely one of the more... Uh, it's one of the more vocal ones because of the presentation they get at E3 and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is good. Which is good. I mean, we, we do have... Um, Probably the most vocalized one in Australia is probably League of Legends, but you know, is it is it is it League of Legends for sure? (laughs) They have the OPL now, which is uh, like it is it's the official funded league for um, Australian players. Uh, Whoever passes the OPL goes to the uh, LCS stage, uh, the LCS split, which is like the worldwide. Hmm. So um, yeah, and with how many people are playing League of Legends? Uh, that's yeah that's probably why it's the most vocal mm. anyway oh, I was just going to give a shout out to Metadox in our uh, discord he's uh, competing in Splatoon this weekend so good luck to you uh, you're going to be listening to this after the fact but hope you hope it all went well yeah yeah exactly yeah hope it uh, hope you kick some butt splat some splat some squids <laughs> splat some tunes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually that's not wrong <laughs> alright let's move into our uh, uh, predictions um, we'll start off with the Discord members. Um, we've already added you, you, uh, you guys up, so the show doesn't go on for a million years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start off with Jamie. You have, you have received 1.5 points. You received uh, half a point for Fire Emblem gameplay. It wasn't set after Radiant Dawn, and it uh, wasn't uh, coming out this year or last year. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah it's coming out next year now, yeah. 
And there was a um, new IP. There was a new IP in Damon X Marketer. Yes. Yep. So one point, oh, one point five points. To you, well done. Uh, Tamazoid, you got one point, which was mentioned at Bethesda and Ubisoft, but it was not mentioned at EA. So <laughs> one point. So one hundred percent. Yeah. Good. That's you know, I, I feel like if we if we we bunched all our predi- predictions together, we probably would have done better. <laughs> <laughs> this year was really strange for predictions continue on yeah it was actually because it's such a um it was it was such a kind of show it was a yeah it was really jarring direct yeah yeah and luke you received one no 2.5 points yes so we have given you uh half points each for no retro game no pikmin no pikmin and no animal crossing yep so we've given you half a point for those the only the only reason the only reason being is it's such a it's such a broad spectrum of topic and I think that's something that a lot of people would have predicted anyway, because we had uh, Metroid on the way, we had Bayonetta on the way. It just it it seemed like it'd be the last thing they'd talk about. Mm. But in saying that, we did give you a full point for Mar- uh, the Mario Party prediction. Yep. So you you said that there will be a uh, mini game compilation coming out. Hopefully, Mario Party Eleven. Yes. Yes. With on uh, with online. At first, it actually said there was no online. But it was revealed after the fact that it does, in fact, have online. So we gave you the full point. Yeah. So, well done. <laughs> Luke gets Luke gets the uh, winner's category out of that. Well done, Lukey boy. I think he's going to get the winner's category anyway. I have... I, don't, I forgot what my... <laughs> I forgot what, what my predictions were anyway. Oh, yeah. Mine are, mine are awful. Uh, it's not going to happen for me. <laughs> All right. So, my first one is no new hardware, but two weeks... Of, uh, no, that's my... um. That was my extra one. Uh, <laughs> show opens with Fire Emblem, only one version, early 2019. I think that's one half a point. Uh, that, no, that's half a point, sorry. 2019. Yeah, it's 2019 because it was pushed back. Yeah. And it was it was gradually shown, yeah. That's half a point for me. What's your first one? <laughs> I'm just going to skim through mine real quick. Metroid to have trailer, Hunters will return. Uh, something about multiplayer scheduled for 2019. No. No. <laughs> This uh, this year was a bit unpredictable, but yeah, so no point for me there. Okay, my next one is Super Mario All Stars Two. Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> zero. <laughs> All right, my next one is Bayonetta gets a trailer. Not much information. Damn right, there was not much information. No, because there was none. That's a zero. <laughs> Damn. Uh, halfway through the presentation, a brand new IP is revealed. Released this year. No, just no. I will no. I will give you brand new IP because the Damon X mark in her. So half a point. Okay, I'll take it. A brand new <laughs> a brand new IP was indeed revealed. Not halfway through the presentation. Though. It was not halfway through the presentation, so you get half a point. Okay, okay, I'll take it. Why not? All right. This is probably the only one I've got right. Smash being elaborated on, uh, featuring character reveals and familiar fan favorites will return to the fray, even if they weren't present in Smash Four. Bandai Namco is back in de- helping back helping in with development. That was a one point. Okay. That 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 is that is on the dot with Smash, but <laughs> that was twenty five percent. Sorry, twenty five fifty percent of the conference. Anyway, <laughs> so that, that, that should be that should be like uh, two points then. <laughs> no uh, Pokemon Let's Go is shown in more detail battles catching Pokemon etc etc um, that was in the treehouse not in the actual direct so is that is that a no? I presume it is well yeah because all they really talked about with the Pokeball was the Pokeball Plus in the direct so I would probably give it a zero, a zero? As, much, as, as bullshit as that was <laughs> yeah well <laughs> as, as bullshit as that was yeah. oh, easy peasy uh, Labo expansion kits inbound free update for all those who purchased the cardboard I was absolutely wrong about that yeah well I could have told you that I d- probably did tell you that you, you did you did <laughs> but you know what uh, I was trying to hit the nail on the head and their conference was out of this world this time like we had no the, there was no way that anybody was going to get all seven points hmm. no way no way in hell you would have to have seen the future be one of the leakers yeah yeah Alright, new uh, top-down Zelda is shown, releases this year. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, it's a no. Uh, more news to come about the Travis Touchdown game. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. So that's a zero for me. That's a zero for me. <laughs> the problem with most of my predictions is that they're things that start off with, it gets a trailer and shows this. So if it's not seen, that's an immediate zero. 
Right. You need to think about this for next year. You need to rethink your strategy. Well, I didn't have a bad time last year. It's just this year they just they were weird. This year, that was strange. Mm. Anyway, your uh, turn. Retro's new game is shown and isn't Star Fox, but is another is another long lost Nintendo franchise. That's a zerosis. Uh, Retro Studios is still in hibernation. Still missing. Where still are they? Missing. Has anybody seen this studio on a milk carton? All <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> that's that's this at this point. <laughs> As a wild turn of surprise, we will f- see Fire Emblem Heroes and Animal Crossing Pocket Cam at the Switch. Now, this one sucks because they put Fallout Shutter in the Switch during E3. Yeah. But not the two that I had thought. So, while we've got more app games coming and it's a possibility in the future, it's an absolute zero for now, which sucks. Mm. So, congratulations, Fallout Shelter, for being on the Switch. But fuck you for ruining my dream. Does, that, does Fortnite count for that? No, app games. It's app games. Purely app games. Fortnite, Fortnite's an app on the iOS. Does that count? <laughs> no, because it was made on something else first. Okay. And even then, I didn't predict that. My my Fortnite prediction should have been on there. Yeah, but it was that obvious. It was that obvious. So it literally leaked. I made, I made, that, prediction, I made that prediction before the full leaks. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It is It is very unfortunate <laughs> that I didn't put it on the list. Anyway, your turn. Uh, three Smash characters are revealed over E3. <sighs> One being Banjo during the uh, direct, Ice Climbers and uh, at, at the tourney. Yep. I'm trying to read my handwriting here. <laughs> <laughs> and Crash uh, somewhere else. Crash Bandicoot. I will give you half a point because three characters were indeed revealed. One of them was indeed Ice Climbers. Mm. Should it be a, a quarter of a point? Nah, nah. You get you get half a you get half a point because three were revealed. They were not the three you predicted, so it's half a point. There was one in your. There was one in there that you predicted. All oh, right, I did write three Smash characters, whether yes. they're right or not. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Whether right. they're right or not, you did have three. All right, I'll take it, sir. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. So my tally is a solid one. Out of seven, <laughs> and mine's one point five out of half. Half of each of my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? Well done, well yep. done, well done. And uh, overall, overall, Luke wins. Congratulations, Luke. Congratulations, Congra- Lukey. Here's the trophy. You can't. Uh, I know you, uh, the audio listeners can't see the trophy, but it's huge. It's a big trophy. It's pure gold. Um, hope you enjoy. Takes it. up half the room. Um, I can't afford the postage, so unfortunately, it's going to have to stay uh, in here. In the office, yeah. It's going to have to stay here, but it's a huge trophy. So. <laughs> it's it's magnificent. Look, we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, take a picture for you, but if it's too big for the camera, we're just going to have to send you like. It's just going to be an up close camera of probably yellow. You're just going to see yellow. Yeah, all you see, all you're going to see is yellow or golden. gold or golden, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there, there was there was uh, one prediction that sits on my mind that uh, somebody got wrong and. Uh, that was that was that was Johnny. He said Nintendo fans would be very excited. Well, it seems Nintendo fans were very excited this time. Around. I, was <laughs> Most, ex- I was excited. I was still excited for sure, but mostly internet's in an uproar about it because they're like, no Metroid, no Bayonetta, no anything like that. And it sucks, yes, but in we'll, the end, it we'll, comes down. We'll, to it. we'll get it later. Don't don't worry about it, people. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, all right, Bryce, that's done. Um, now I, I know you want to let some salt go. Uh, so basically, Fortnite was released, and it come out that if you've used your Epic account on PlayStation Four, you can not use it on Xbox One or Switch. That is absolutely correct. Meaning, meaning, Sir Bryce here, who's used his Epic account on PC, Xbox One, and PS Four, is locked now out of his Xbox and his Switch, and cannot use his. Hundred dollar plus account on <laughs> anything else apart from PC. I presume. I presume it hasn't locked it out. No, PC. it has, hasn't locked it out of PC or iOS or Mac or no. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we'll just start off by saying this is just going to be a pretense of everything that's happened after this conference, whether it be yes DLCs or games released stuff like that. So, um, my Fortnite salt is through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> It's through the roof. I have a, I have, I have an account that I've spent a multitude of hours on. I have hundreds of dollars worth of gear, whether it be through battle passes, skins, emotes, pickaxes, gliders, whatever. Cosmetic, cosmetics abroad. I have a lot of, I have a lot of stuff on that account. Um, what had essentially happened is PlayStation changed their EULA earlier in the year. 
and that has changed it so that my account is now basically pinned to PlayStation. They are holding my account hostage, and I can on I can no longer play my account on Xbox or Switch. Uh, it is important to note that I had actually signed my Xbox account with my Fortnite one first, so don't tell me how PlayStation gets the priority over that. That makes no sense. Um, but because PlayStation changed their EULA on Fortnite, my account is locked out of those things. Now, I'm not the only person that's faced this problem. There are so many people who wanted to try Fortnite on Switch and have played Fortnite on their PS4 for anywhere from 20 minutes to 100 hours who can now not touch it on the Switch. But you don't you don't even have to play a match. You just have to sign in. You just have um, to sign in. Yeah. It's awful. And the um, it was in an uproar. We had people like Greg Miller tweet about this saying it was bloody ridiculous. It made no, it made no sense. And that play, what PlayStation were doing is not catering to fans, but trying to be the aggressive cash-grabbing bully. Yep. Now, PlayStation released a statement about this because it was a big thing. Oh, barely a statement. And eh? their statement was awful. <laughs> their statement was basically, you could still play with people on PC and mobile platforms. Which is the most rubbish thing I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. No. I have had to start a brand new Epic account just so I can play the game on my Switch because I want to play the game on my Switch. I, I am heartbroken. The fact that I have spent a bunch of money on a whole nother account only for it to be held by PlayStation and I can't use it on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Now, Epic doesn't want to respond about this. Reggie has actually responded to this. What's Reggie said? Reggie has said that unfortunately some people just want to keep their platform as is and want to leave it just to their own respective own respective players stuff like that he didn't mention any names because it would get him in trouble yeah he just said there's not much he just said unfortunately there's nothing that we can do on our end about it and we are sorry um and good on reggie for being responsive about it instead of lol you can still play with the mobile phones (laughs) like (laughs) fuck off and it's fucking oh it's ridiculous isn't it it yeah. drives it drives me it drives me insane so so far over 2 million people have bought Fortnite on uh, bought played Fortnite on Switch at this point they've yeah. all downloaded it they've all gave it a crack most of those people i would well i would say probably most of those people have been Fortnite players before whether they be PC or PS4 mm-hmm a lot, and a, lo- a lot, a lot of them are locked. A lot being PS4 because PS4 has a huge dominance in the console market. It does. And just coming from someone like myself, I've I've never played Fortnite. I've dabbled in it on my PS4. Never made an Epic account. Never spent money in the game. Yep. But just the like, I'm a big PlayStation fan. PlayStation's, no, I I absolutely love their first party games. The Worldwide Studios are some of the most talented developers in the industry. But just the idea that they're doing this just pisses me off so much. It does. I have I have literally turned around and I have put my foot down. I've I've made a couple of angry statuses on Twitter or oh, tweets. You, you I am I am a salty boy about you, it. You nasty man. I will I have made a very adamant decision that um the last game I will be buying on my PlayStation four will be Kingdom Hearts and that's to finish my collection on PS four and that's it. Because as far as I'm concerned, what's the what's stopping them from doing this with any other free to play game that wants to end up on the Switch or the Xbox, which I both have. I have both of, I should say. Yep. I have an Xbox and a Switch. If you've got to sign in with an alternate account, if I sign into it into it on PS4, I'm never gonna be able to use that account on anything else. Mm-hmm. So why should I bother? No, you shouldn't. Definitely not. Imagine if Rocket League had that problem where you have a separate account and then we found that out earlier on when Rocket League was released on Switch it would have been awful that's right Yeah, it would have been shocking so I'm I'm pretty well committed to it especially Fortnite where, where a lot of its content is locked behind that account if you're paying for it 100% you're not you're not buying it's not like if you buy the game on Switch you le- at least you got at least with Rocket League you know, you've got the game you've got most of the uh, you know cosmetic things you can unlock throughout time whereas Fortnite is just like alright it's free to play but give us your money for the fun things <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. and those fun things are now that you have paid for 
are gone. Yeah. <laughs> on Switch, at least. They're 100% gone. Unless, unless you're all right, well, I'll just play on my PC. I have but... I, I have admittedly bought a Battle Pass on the Switch. I'm going to grind it up a little bit, and I won't. there's no way I'll get it finished this season now. I'll grind it up a little bit, and I'll at least get a few cosmetic items. And that's the only time... That's the only thing I'm going to do with it. Hmm. Until I get my actual account back, PlayStation can fuck themselves. Because it is not theirs to hold hostage. They should have told us about this. Legally, they could be... I reckon they could have been taken to court over it, honestly. Because yeah. we have talked about this cross-play thing like with PlayStation's ignorance, sort of, <laughs> yeah. on the podcast before. But there's, there's, it's one thing being like, hey, guys, you're not going to be able to play other platforms. So it's like, okay, that's kind of shit for you guys. We'll stay here and play with it. our friends across PC and everything. Yeah. But to be like, hey, guys... um, we've Your sto- account is ours now. <laughs> hey, guys, we've, uh, st- we've stolen the keys to your car. Uh, you're not getting them. If you're going to go to Frank's house, don't bother. You're staying here. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like, well... It's literally 100% it's like, that. It's like, dude, you've been kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, we enjoy your time with you, but it's Frank's turns at, at the moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we want to go over to Frank's, We've got a freaking Frank's place. But it, it is. It's it's stupid, and it just... It, it makes me so angry. It, it makes me realise their position on, like... Like, with the Final Fantasy fourteen, even, with their cross-play, they, Xbox, Xbox were like, we want to have our own things. They were being the problem with that before. Now it's definitely PlayStation mm-hmm. being the problem. Whoever's uh, whoever's winning in the generation and has nothing to lose, they're the ones who are like, all right, no, we're not moving. This is working for us. Yeah. So but- it was Xbox 360 last generation. Now it's PS4. Yeah. You know, who knows if, if, you know, the Switch took off and it's like a mega thing, they might be doing the same thing. The unfortunate problem also is that uh, most of these things only come to fruition when they are in the lead and yeah. th- the wrong person is in head of the company. I feel like if Xbox was in the lead right now and they had Phil Spencer still at the head, I think they'd be fine. I don't think they'd have too much of a problem, honestly. Mm. Phil Spencer does not seem like a greedy guy to make a decision like that. The problem with Xbox last generation, they had the literally... What was his name? Uh, Yeah. uh, Fucking... Don Matrick. Don Matrick. He was literally the worst guy in the business. Well, he went to Zanger and tanked that, so... Yeah, he tanked tanked a completely different company after he left Microsoft. So, it just it just shows really. I think that, and if they don't fi- if they don't fix it, they don't correct it. They're going to piss off a lot of people, and you're not going to find many people playing Fortnite on PS4 anymore. Well, sort of after this E3, just just to round this off, um, Sony, like I, I I love them, but with what what Xbox is doing, you got Game Pass, you got all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that Microsoft's position for the next console looks very very promising. Yeah. So if 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 uh, PlayStation's going to continue restricting their players, not off, offer services like Xbox is, well... And this is huge for you to say, because you're a PlayStation fan, you love PlayStation games. Yeah. No, this pissed me off. I'm like, what the fuck would you do that for? <laughs> yeah, you've literally just... You've angered everybody that owns your platform. I invested in PlayStation first this generation, and that's not like me. I'm an Xbox person. And I had a lot of faith in PlayStation. I put a lot of money into my PlayStation in comparison to my Xbox, because I was disappointed with the Xbox this generation. Now the Xbox is picking up steam. PlayStation just seems to backpedal. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, well, of yeah. course I know what it is. It's Creed. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. But oh well. Yeah, because especially with this slogan for the players, I'm like, this is bull. <laughs> this isn't for the players. This is shit. Yeah, this is not for the players. This is for yourself. This <laughs> you just want the cash. And what money are they honestly earning from it? It's like oh, people buy V bucks from our store. Okay. So you're saying if they're going on another platform, they're buying V-Bucks on another store, that's a problem? Probably, yeah. I guess if if it's one of the most popular games at the moment, that's a decent amount of a cut they're getting. It's just silly. You're just shaking your head. You just, yeah. <laughs> it's just silly. All right, let's use this as a segue to move on to a, sort of Nintendo's place in the industry as a whole Yeah. at this year's E3. So we had Microsoft. They came out with a huge bang. They, uh, I think it was... A lot of it was a look to the future saying, don't be worried about our brand. We are making moves to make this the best platform to play on. Yep. Um, so they came out and said they've got five studios they've just acquired, one being Ninja Theory, which is huge. Huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've got plenty of games, plenty of cool stuff. Then uh, Sony, they showed off only eight games. Revealed a few uh, third-party games like uh, Resident had, Evil 2. Had a super janky conference. Conference was really weird, but the uh, 
Um, the stuff in it was good. Like Last of Us 2 and uh, their first party games looked really great. But yeah. you can tell all, all I got from this was, okay, we're winding down. Winding down the production on PS4. Yeah. So these, yeah. this is like the last amount of games that are coming out for the next two years. Which is fair enough. Twenty twenty seems like a good time to uh, bring out a new console. Uh, I was I was listening to good old Dash Culture, yes, uh, their latest episode, and they they said the same thing, and they they reckon I think I think it was actually I think it was Dash who said they're winding down. They're probably looking into twenty twenty one. Sorry if I got that wrong. I'm I not, think I'm um, not sure whether it was Dash or Buddy. I think literally Phil Spencer said they're bringing it. They're gonna they're working on the next Xbox for twenty twenty at the end of the conference, didn't they? Uh, I don't remember actually. So, yeah, about 2020, so we're going to be seeing new PlayStations and Xboxes. Yeah, uh, well, 2020 for announcement, 2021 for release. Mm. So, yeah, on my head. so PlayStation, the vibe I got from E3 was, so, yeah, this is this is the last of what we've got. Then Xbox is still like, we're kicking it. <laughs> we've got a huge future ahead of us, whether it's Xbox One, X, or whatever's next beyond. Xbox. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh if we if we want to get into the strangle of the, like the the three yeah and who did better honestly um Xbox Xbox killed it this E3 I reckon they won the shit out of it and they needed to they did they, they absolutely they had absolutely to. needed to I am not saying I'm not saying it out of any sort of bias or anything like that because if anybody if anybody knows me Xbox just They've disappointed me for years. Well, you you were about to sell your Xbox One. Before I was E3. about to sell my Xbox One before E3 because it's a limited edition console. I could have got four hundred bucks for it. Four hundred now, Jesus. Well, three hundred, four hundred bucks, okay, yeah. including the shit that I've got it's, with it's it. It's the Halo one, whatever the grey Halo one. Yeah, you yeah. can sell this. Con- you can sell these controllers individually alone for three hundred. Can you? Yes. Fuck! I should sell mine. What am I doing? <laughs> don't they make it? Don't, don't they make them anymore? No, they don't make them anymore. Shit. I have a Forza one as well. A Forza one that would sell for money. Really? Yes. Oh my god! I don't even like that controller. That Forza one? No, the the, the Halo one. The Halo one. I think it's ugly as hell. I, I, I love the Halo. I was actually going to get rid of it. <laughs> are, you, no, are you saying I can try that? I can get rid of that controller and put pay a half of an Xbox One X with that? Controller? Well, I I, th- I think I think you might need to look into it a bit more. But from my digging, a lot of people were selling boxed ones for about two fifty to three hundred bucks. Yeah. And we are sorry about the non Nintendo chatter, but we will get there. <laughs> yeah, we will get there. Yeah. Um, I, I was about to move into it, yeah, um, okay. but Xbox killed it. Xbox killed it. They've absolutely proved why I should keep my Xbox, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I think Games Pass is a huge reason for that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Not that. Not that I didn't have faith in Games Pass before. I was like, yeah, you know, that's cool, whatever. But then they started showing things this year that looked fantastic. They had a lot of names to their head. They had stuff like Devil May Cry Five there, which. Is just, that's great. Which will be on PlayStation, but just... Which, you, yeah, them having it is... Them fantastic. having it is good. Yeah. And then, you know, you had the acquisition of companies, again, like Ninja Theory, that just... That's great. It's fantastic. Mm. Ninja Theory makes great games. Absolutely, yeah. So, Actually, like, you and I loved the last iteration DMC. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a fantastic game because it, it brought everything that was great about DMC Combat into a game... Maybe the story wasn't the the greatest and it kind of took away from like the main DMC series, but I didn't think it was that bad personally, and I'm some and I'm somebody that's played them all. Mm. Um I thought it was great. And I was I was almost expecting DMC five to be DMC DMC two, not Devil May Cry five. Yeah, yeah. Um, to put it in perspective like that. Um so Xbox killed it, absolutely. Uh I would award them first place for the C three. Mm-hmm. Nintendo was Nintendo was a bit odd for people because um, Expe- honestly ex- expecting more of a blowout where it, where's it wasn't yeah you know we got a few interesting announcements um, none of it were mind blowing but like for Nintendo fans we got to see Fire, Fire Emblem which was great um, yeah but yeah there was no no uh, you know showing Prime there wasn't any you know it wasn't like oh my god a new Kid Icarus game or you know anything yeah. silly like that yeah. no, no Animal Crossing no but they they did what they did do is they gave us um they gave us the Octo expansion they gave they gave us a major Xenoblade two DLC pretty much within days yep um and Hollow Knight Fortnite as well there's okay. a lot of, there's a lot of content actually dropped that week absolutely within the couple of days which is great yeah um we also got showing a Fire Emblem which is something that we needed Fire Emblem looks fantastic and I can't wait for that game yeah likewise um. 
overall overall what nintendo delivered was great it's not exactly what we wanted but there was a lot of stuff there to love yeah like if you're expecting like oh why am i buying the switch for the next 12 months yeah it's like no you're not getting that but you're getting why to buy it right now (laughs) yeah like right now (laughs) yeah exactly until december especially if you're a smash fan so many people turned on their switch after that conference just to get Fortnite alone yeah like my friends list just lit up yeah it did yeah Yeah. um so that aside yeah uh we had reggie reggie had a minor interview after the conference and said i don't think it's fair to show anything that's going to be over six to nine months away Hmm. uh he said those things generally get a direct throughout the year anyway so we just showed what was coming in the near future and we're going to put it as is and see how it goes the title that was the absolute furthest away was fire emblem and that's because something needed to be said about that game at this point. Yeah, because they said it was coming out this year. Mm. Now it's halfway through the year. It's like, huh. Yeah. I mean, don't even know what that game is. But No, exactly. Yeah. And it was announced as the Switch was announced. And also, I forgot I forgot who the gentleman was at the start of the Direct, but they said, oh, this is just a tiny sliver of what we've got in development at Nintendo. Do you remember that during the presentation? Yeah. Yeah, they did come out and say, no, this is like, a minuscule amount of stuff we've got going so it's not like what are you guys doing over there so like, oh we've only got smash and we've only got pokemon and mario party and fire emblem coming out that's it that's it <laughs> that's still four major games really yeah and if mario party's good it'll mark the first time mario's mario party's been good in a long time mm. uh, i didn't catch who was developing that it'd be interesting if it was uh is it chunsoft 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 yeah uh, possibly if it's them again it's like, oh maybe not I don't know. maybe not yeah. <laughs> uh, the um the thing is with uh the thing is with those four games though is that honestly they're all pretty solid titles that are probably going to last you for a while I think the problem is, is everybody wanted to see Metroid everybody wanted to see well to a lesser degree Bayonetta you know those games were big and were announced last year a lot of people wanted to see Animal Crossing this year I don't know why people had Animal Crossing on the minds is it because of Pocket Camp I think people just want Animal Crossing. It's been a long time since uh, New Leaf come out. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. But, like, I, I remember someone was like, oh, do you reckon we'll see Animal Crossing? I'm like, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it, unfortunately. Um, look, like, I love Animal Crossing. I think I think New, New Leaf was probably one of the best games on the 3DS for sure. Yeah. 100%. But i'm i'm personally not pining too much and a lot of the world is occupied by pocket camp i know it's not the same calm i know i know it's not the same <laughs> but uh there is there is animal crossing out there in content to enjoy and you know new leaf turned five i think it was yesterday shit yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess it would be, man. It it was, it was one hundred percent. Yeah. So yes, it is unfortunate, but hey, uh, but hey, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. Um, and when Animal Crossing does come in, it'd be fantastic. Just keep in mind, we've got directs coming up all the way up into the next E three, so we're bound to see more things as time goes yeah. on. And most most companies as well, like, it, say if it was Microsoft, we wouldn't have heard about. Well, we might have if it's coming out June, but. But stuff like Mario Tennis, we wouldn't have heard about in their own little event at the start of the year. They would have held that for another time to announce. Absolutely, they probably would have announced Mario Tennis last year's E3, and it would have come out would have come out June this year. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of a different structure. They've already sort of told us about a few things. Yeah, there's, well, look, this okay, including Mario Tennis, which was not talked about specifically at the thing because obviously it's in a couple weeks, not even it's this week. Yeah. Oh, was it 22nd? 22nd, it's a Friday. Is it this Friday? Yes, no. it is. Oh, shit, it is. It is this Friday. I'm actually thinking about picking it up this Friday, if I can afford it. That's awesome. Before I leave I Adelaide. Wait. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Oh, no. Um, including Mario Tennis, we actually have five major titles coming out this year before the next T3. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I wouldn't say that's bad. That's a month. That's one good title for every two months, Um, which is nice. Uh, on Switch's launch, we had one major one title every month. Uh, there were ports muddled in there as well, and that was a lot to ask, honestly, for a direct from Nintendo title. Yeah. So, especially when Fire Emblem and um, Mario Odyssey come out like a week apart from each other. Yeah, <laughs> stuff, stuff, stuff like that. So, wow. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah, it was crazy. So. 
the first year first year's gone by it's done its thing and we're now back on track again to one major game equating to every month or so mm. which is fine yeah we're gonna we, we are gonna see more games in directs and that um and if we don't well oh well boot up your Xbox or PS4 and play something there <laughs> <laughs> if worst comes to worst so solid second place for Nintendo you think uh it's sort of hard because like Sony they brought out they brought out um they had some really cool announcements and they shown off uh gameplay of their games which looks stellar it's just their their presentation of the conference that really hurt them my issue with Sony because I did eventually go back and rewatch it after falling asleep during it because of that 20 minute intermission <laughs> you fell asleep yeah <sighs> I, I was actually watching on Twitch and they cut out they cut off they cut off the Twitch stream and I was waiting for it just to pop back up yeah but it it wasn't refreshing so they started and it was still just a black screen on my screen I'm like, okay <laughs> yeah so I missed a bit of it because of that um so my my only issue with PlayStation was uh it was definitely a wind again a wind down conference they had all the stuff we already knew about they just showed more gameplay of it they did their own thing they made a bunch of stupid decisions to do with their conference in general made there was for some reason they spent a bunch of time in a shack just to talk about Last of Us. Yeah, even they moved everyone. And then they moved everyone, and it took 20 minutes for them to get back online. Yeah, that that, that was... That was bullshit. I was just like... Because I, I was wait, I was, I was like, alright, I'll watch this before I go and do my rounds. <laughs> doing, like, having a look at the sheep. Yeah. I'm like, then then that happened. I'm like, you, are you guys serious? You're wasting my time. I've, I've, got, I've got very little time. <laughs> don't do not do announce one game and move everyone that takes 20 minutes. <laughs> to a completely different hall. Yeah. Like, that's silly. But I just... I know, I know we're in a Nintendo uh, podcast, but I just want to touch on these games, how I feel. Watching The Last of Us, uh, The Last of Us 1 is one of my favourite games. I think it's an excellent piece of um, storytelling in video games. But when I got the definitive edition with the DLC on PS4, playing the um, the uh, chapter where you play as Ellie, uh, I got to a, a place, I'm like, All right, I don't want to be in this world anymore. It's uh, very depressing. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I've, I've had enough, <laughs> pretty much. And just seeing this, I'm like, all right, um, it's even sadder now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I need another Last of Us game. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a 10 out of 10 game. It's going to be stellar. It's going to be one. It's going to be game of the year next year when it comes out. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it is. But it absolutely will. I, I'm not sure if it's what I want. <laughs> no. I might feel like... Uh, like just that scene when she like she's strangling someone and just stabs him in the neck. Like um, that's you don't you, when you see like games with guns or whatever like they're violent, but that that game looked they've done an excellent job at making it look horrific. <laughs> just the way they take out their enemies. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I need that in my games. Then they went to Ghost of Tsushima, which is very much the same, stabbing samurais in the guts, very graphic, <laughs> and like. They, um, what was the next game? Um, oh, Death Stranding. That's right. And like we get the, finally got to see the gameplay. Walking for, Simulator. We finally got to see the game gameplay for that, and it's sort of like, okay, still got no idea. All you're doing is showing the in-game engine and, and walking and walking. And you, you made the game look very uninteresting on your first show. Yeah, which was disappointing. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah. Something that came up in the Dash Culture podcast to bring them up a second time was that. Uh, Kojima's an amazing developer, but now that he's got half of his team, maybe it's the specs are starting to show a bit. Yeah, maybe. Because Death Stranding, Death Stranding I'm sure a lot of people were hyped for it, but Walking Simulator 2019 or 2020 or whenever it's coming out didn't look too great. From from what Kojima wrote on Twitter, it seems like they all the action scenes were um, taken out for the trailer, so it's just showing the, the walking in the quiet moments. That, that's boring. <laughs> that's boring. I want the guns. <laughs> I, I, I want to see gameplay. Yeah. Not walking. And Spider-Man. Spider-Man looks awesome. Spider-Man looks awesome, Can't but Spider-Man is meant to be... Spider-Man is meant to be Spider-Man. But yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm borrowing that off you when you're done with it. I'm not buying it. Mm, that's fair enough. Yep. Make a stance, man. I, I will be Do making it. my stance. <laughs> so, yeah. Salt aside, I just feel like in that conference, there was a whole lot of stuff we already knew about or seen. Yeah, like I think it. If if you're gonna rank them, I think this year it's just sort of like 
comes down to personal preference, like hundred percent. Of course, it comes down to personal preference. Like, every year it does, but this year especially, it comes hundred percent down to personal preference. But if it was also personal preference, I would have ranked Nintendo first. They absolutely were not first. Okay. Yep. Xbox was definitely first. They brought the goods this year. They brought a lot this year. Nintendo is Nintendo is second is because I actually did see some new stuff. We got some stuff released on the day, immediately, and I'm now enjoying that content. I've, yeah, true, true. I, I'm, I'm crashing out the Octo expansion. That's so fun. I've started up Xenoblade again, and I'm about to start New Game Plus after grabbing the two secret blades. Um, and wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, I've got Fortnite on Switch to ha- to unravel, had a bit of fun with. There's Hollow Knight now, which yes, it's been out for a while, but fantastic game. It's a console exclusive to Switch. Yeah, so exactly. That. Yep. So just thinking thinking of it from that perspective, like there was a lot that happened in the Nintendo conference in terms of releases on within the week. So there's four things for you to play right now from that conference. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And enough. that's fantastic. You know, that that was the great part about it. I'm disappointed we didn't see Metroid. I'm disappointed we didn't see Bayonetta. Okay, okay. N- For yep. sure. All right. This is what, this is what I think. Um, Xbox, the most stuff, the best presentation, and the the best vision for the future, definitely. For sure. Uh, Nintendo for, you know, heaps of Smash information, which is personally suited to me, yep. and the content that came out straight away from that uh, Direct. And PlayStation last, they shown off fantastic-looking games, Still no release date yeah. for most of them. So we still don't know when they're coming out. Yeah. Um, PlayStation like to be like, all right, it's coming out in three months now. Okay, cool. Here's your release date. But still no release date, so we don't know when it's coming. Uh, shitty presentation. Yeah. Like, they're like trying to be all artsy-fartsy, trying to do some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I really didn't enjoy watching it. I was just like, No. <laughs> so... That's why they last for me. Not because they didn't show off awesome looking games. I, I did not fall asleep through any any one of them except for PlayStation. I like how PlayStation's is like out of those ones. It's like the only normal time as well. Yeah, it was. It was the only normal time. <laughs> and you fell asleep. <laughs> and I fell asleep during the PlayStation one. Uh, and I watched the EA conference. I watched, you know, I, I got through more of the EA conference than I did the PlayStation one before falling asleep. Mm. And that's says. No, it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying the 20 minute they, that 20 minute interval was fucking bullshit, and it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> uh, it was awful. All right, uh, bro. Speaking of EA, let's go to the third party conferences. Yes, we'll touch over these quickly. So EA, uh, lit- suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so literally, no mention of Switch. Uh, I, I just want to bring up uh, Unravel Two. I'm like, huh. Um, this game looks fantastic. It looks like it'll be great on Switch, like, especially uh, going with the neon Joy Cons. I'm like, yeah, because there's a blue and red character. It's a it's a co op <laughs> platformer. I'm like, well, that's a, kind of a perfect fit for the Switch. Not on Switch, okay, whatever. EA just they don't give a shit. Um, uh, for no, not Ford. Uh, FIFA 19 is on Switch, but it's just upgraded graphics and bit of a tinker to the engine nothing interesting there yeah you had the world cup stuff i guess if they want me to, no the world cup stuff is in uh fifa 18 oh right yeah so uh that's a free up update yep um, okay so i bought for 90 dollars uh fifa 18 don't need to spend another 90 on fifa 19 <laughs> um so yeah that's, that's a yay um good on them they they, they showed up they did something um, <laughs> I guess <laughs> uh, they had they had the most awkward moment in the entire conference uh, out of every single conference they had the most awkward moment what was that and that was talking to the respawn fella about Star Wars yeah. about Star Wars and he did it's like he didn't even know <laughs> he's like oh shit I was supposed to be talking he's like uh, yeah it's called Star Wars something I can't even remember the name now because the moment was just so awkward he was just sitting. He was just sitting there watching the presentation. <laughs> That's all he was doing. Yeah, um, and it kind of ripped him up there. Yeah, silly old boy. Anyway, uh, Bethesda, <laughs> silly old boy. Uh, but Bethesda, they had a bit more of a um, Switch had a bit more of a presence there. Yep. So Fallout Shelter came to Switch about about the same time the conference launched. That's cool. So you got another free to play game on there to tinker with, apart from Pokemon Quest. Yep. Um, I feel like there's something else there. Was that it? I think there was something else there, but God, if I could remember it. Hmm. 
I quite enjoyed the Bethesda conference, and I'm not even a bigger Bethesda fan. Bethesda fan necessarily. So Bethesda think- had a lot to bring to this conference. It sucks that there was like nothing but like a overhead view zoom of an Elder Scrolls Six trailer. That made no sense to me. Why they bought? Yeah, they shouldn't have said that. No, they shouldn't have said that. No, because now they're gonna get people just <laughs> knocking on their door. Hey, where's this game coming? It's oh, a oh, long time away. Long time away. Yeah, send a letter <laughs> to uh, the future and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, Ubisoft obviously a very big uh, Nintendo presence here. Starlink, Star Fox is in it. Just Dance, Just Dance, yeah. Yep, Miyamoto was there. He was. He got a, he got a model of a, a model of a Star Fox ship. Arwing, Arwing guys. He's like thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like thanks. I'll just throw it in my trophy room. Mm. Haven't seen much of Starlink actually. I need to look that up. I still haven't looked it up. It looks really nice. It looks like a game that it could be Star Fox. Mm. Yeah, give it, give, give the Star Fox IP to Ubisoft if Starlink's good, because it, it, it looks, it looks good. Well, they pretty much have. Just pretend it's Starlink and um, yeah, pretend it's, it's Star Fox. Pretend it's Star Fox, then yeah, yeah. Star Fox, Starlink. What's the difference, you know? And the de- the developer, like the head developer, was really nice about it too. He sort of come around. He's like, Star Fox is literally one of my favorite game series on the planet. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was, it was almost, it was almost the same tear jerking moment as the uh, rabbits when rabbits happened it was like Mario is my favourite it's like well Star Fox is my favourite then they had, they had a brawl on stage who's better Star Fox or Mario <laughs> and that's when they rolled into the Super Smash Brothers uh, direct <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah that's yeah, that's uh, E3 in a very very thin nutshell <laughs> I guess yeah uh, covering all the little bit of controversies mm. and all the presentations to a small degree yeah so a lot of people were like oh it's a, it was a shit E3 a bad E3 I think it was a good E3. It was fine. Mm-hmm. We got some good stuff out of it. It wasn't wasn't earth shattering by any means, but no, absolutely not. Yeah, um, I I thought it started off super strong and it could have ended really strong if people just they they nick they nicked that little bit because yeah. EA sucked. EA's always sucks. Yeah, they've never been good. No. But um, Microsoft's was banger. It was fantastic. Yep, and you know it only really needed to go on further than that. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more, and it would have been alright. Mm. Um, but yeah I think that's my thoughts on it as Microsoft killed it the other two probably could have worked on their little their game a little bit yeah overall um, we will uh, mention briefly because I've been playing the DLCs that come out after the conferences mm-hmm. this week so you want to roll into what we've been playing yeah might yep. as well be so you roll into want to talk about Splatoon first so I'll talk about well yeah I'll talk about both those things. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about. I've played. uh, You've you've done it. Good. Okay. Yeah. I haven't finished it. No. But I have. You know, played a fair few levels. Yeah. Yep. So I've I've played about thirty out of the fifty levels because I was kind of like I want to get through the meat of both of these things, Mm -hmm. both of these DLCs. Splatoon Octo expansion was really fun. Yeah. And it it garnered exactly what I would want to see from a like a single player Splatoon. It's easily the best single player Splatoon campaign they've had so far I agree yeah it is it is fantastic because like a lot of, a lot of the other like levels in the normal campaign you're sort of just going through them and you get through it like oh yeah I know, yeah. I, know, I, know <laughs> I know you can go back and you know get the hidden objects and uh-huh. whatever but that never really did much for me no but this is cool like you get you get to choose like multiple weapons mm-hmm. like uh, obviously uh other weapons make it harder, so you get more points from yeah. it. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, really good. You have a bit of a gambling system where those, because you have to spend credits to get into a level and you also have to spend credits to regenerate yeah. lives and stuff like that. So if you pick a harder weapon and you manage to clear it, you come out with a profit. But if you keep trying to go with that weapon and keep losing, then you're going to come out at a much worse margin. Mm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the levels in Octo Expansion test your metal, basically. They test you on, like, how well you know the game's mechanics, how well you know your guns, how well, you know, you know, uh, enemy patterns or stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think, I think overall it's a pretty successful piece of DLC, honestly. I've, I've personally finished the meat of it, again. I've still got to go back and finish 50-odd levels. Um, and I will do that uh, once I've done enough searching with Xenoblade. Yeah. Um, anyway... Anything else you've got to say about Octo? Uh, no, not really. Um, just going through it, enjoying it. It's a great reason to uh, pick Splatoon back up again. Yeah, I personally is. hadn't played it in months now, so uh, I actually picked it up and I was about to go to the uh, subway. I'm like, oh, 
I'll just play a couple of games be- first. Yeah, and see I, if we can get not, your groove back. Yeah, and like what I said to you before we started the show, I'm like, why did I stop playing Splatoon? Yeah. God damn it. It's, it's a so good game. Fun. It is. It's a good game. Especially um, actually getting the pro controller. Like, I actually used my dock for the first time in God knows how long. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like picking up the pro controller, like using the motion controls, oh, so good. <laughs> Going back to it. <laughs> yes, Splatoon is a absolute killer of a game. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, what did you think of Xenoblade DLC? So Xenoblade DLC came out. It was not, uh, contrary to popular belief to anybody who watched the Treehouse, the DLC that came out this week was not Torna of uh, the Golden Land or whatever it was called, or the Golden Country. It was. It was not. It was not Torna. That is scheduled later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, uh, they they got that wrong in the Treehouse for whatever reason. What oh, came really? Out, really? Yeah. They, if for some reason they just <laughs> they just told everybody Torn of the Golden Country uh, was coming out this week, and that's wrong. Is that a uh, bigger expansion? Yeah, that is the story expansion. Right. And I knew this was coming out later on the year. I'm like, there is no way this is done yet. So it wasn't the Torn. It wasn't Torn of the Golden Country. It is actually the challenge mode that come out. So the challenge mode that come out uh, features some unique blades, some unique costumes for your blades and characters as well, mm-hmm. uh, offering. Much like what Splatoon did, which was a enhanced sort of single player challenge to really test test your knowledge of the game, and it's really good. It's super good. Um, there's also some throwbacks to older Xenoblades in it. There's like some meme challenges that are just there for fun, sort of thing. There's there's a whole collection of nice little stuff for Xenoblade. Which is which is great. The, I think that's what it needed this week was kind of just that kick up the butt. They didn't need the Torna expansion or anything like that. I'm glad that's still coming later this year. But that expansion looks fantastic uh, as it is now. But again, later, please. Because <laughs> I want that expansion to be as good as it can be. But challenge mode, really fun. Really fun. I'm, I'm glad that uh, they come out with that this week. And... It's brought me a whole new bunch of content that I can just sort of surf through. Can you, it's, can you grind for the story in that? Or is that just its own separate thing? No, I don't think you can. Yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't really matter. Like, the thing is, is, if you chuck the story on easy, you can pretty much make it through all right anyway. Um, the thing the thing that uh, really drives this this thing home is that um, the, challenge, the challenge mode is actually... It, it is it is challenging. It's quite challenging, actually, because a lot of a lot of uh, Xenoblade does suffer a little bit in that it can get a bit boring because bosses don't really they don't really what's the word for it? I, I guess the statement for it would be change up their like s- strategies. What they're pretty easy to read type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's nothing that can honestly there's there's like one or two there's maybe anywhere from like maybe two to four bosses in the game that require mechanical attention uh, throughout the story because uh, if you don't uh, do a specific thing then the boss will insta kill you or whatever um, but whereas in this there's there is a lot of that in the challenge mode fights and stuff like that if you're not paying attention if you're leaving something alone then you're doing it wrong you have to go back and you have to do it correctly right yeah so overall challenge mode 10 out of 10 DLC much like the Octo <laughs> expansion fantastic can't wait for the DLC the expansion pass for Xenoblade is officially being capped off this year with Torna once that's out you'll have a full game experience there's actually a physical di- there's actually a physical version of the DLC don't know if you saw that I did say that yeah yeah there's a physical version of the expansion pass for Xenoblade coming out so that's the full game plus the expansion I think so or is that just pretty much a DLC DLC code in a case that's coming out. I'm not too sure because they were talking about this in the Discord. At the moment. I don't know. <laughs> See, this is this is confusing to me because the way the way that's making me read it is it's like a Red Red, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare yes, scenario, Game of the Year edition. So all the stuff in one. Well, no, no, no. Uh, they with with uh, oh, right, they released that separate. They released it separately and to have its own presence. Okay, so you. So you reckon you might be able to play that campaign separately without yeah. even touching the normal Xenoblade? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that would be cool. I'm not sure why you'd want to do that personally. It might. It's not a bad op- option for someone who's like, all right, I don't want to play. I don't want to pay uh, ninety dollars and this, you know, hundred hour game. But I wouldn't mind playing a twenty hour game. You know, that might be a good option for someone like that. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't hinder or hurt the story, I suppose, yeah. because it does actually make sense in the end. Yeah, it, yeah that's a good idea. 
Yes, yeah, I suppose so. Because that would ruin things a little bit, mind you. <laughs> anyway. Spoilers for the normal campaign. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one could say they're a little bit predictable, I guess, but yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the you play you you also picked up Hollow Knight. You've played a little bit of Hollow Knight. I haven't played Hollow Knight. Oh, you haven't? No. Um, I was going to talk about uh, Octopath Traveler because this this is the first That's time. That's right, you did too. Yeah, this is the first time I've uh, played the game. I didn't pick up the other demo, but I'm about two hours into the prologue demo which is the one they released on the 14th of June, a couple of days ago. Um, this this game, you can pick any of the eight characters and it allows you to take your progress into the full game once you've played it. Nice. Which is good because, you know, RPGs where it makes you restart it again. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I picked one of the characters, uh, what's her name? Hannet. She's a hunter. Yep. And all of the characters have different abilities in this. Um, I haven't played any, any of the other characters, so I can't... Um, comment on them those. No. Yeah. but this character she has a uh, ability called capture where she can essentially capture monsters and it works it and then you can like uh use their their abilities in battle so um they're kind of just like a you, you can have i think seven or five monsters at once so you can use their abilities to basically just as a move so yeah. that they all have different moves so like and, a spell essentially yeah yeah pretty yeah. much yeah so I think I had like a, a moss boar or something <laughs> and he, he heals you uh, you got archers uh, there's like little archer rats <laughs> and they obviously fire arrows and yeah no it was good fun um, the story really really uh, got to me like I really enjoyed it um, sort of like thinking that it's going to last three hours I'm like oh shit like this demo has upped my excitement that much for this game yeah but like before I was like oh look it looks awesome RPG and I looked at the price. Oh, ninety dollars. That's a you know that's a that's a lot of that's a big price for a game. But now it's kind of like you know whatever. I'll pay that. It looks great. Yeah, yeah it looks great. Yeah. Because um, the last game, like I thought about this much, was probably Blossom Tales on the Switch, where I'm sort of home. I'm like, I got to pick up my Switch. I got to play this. I think this is going to be another game like that, where I'm like, all right, I've got to grind some levels, or I've got to get through the story. Good. I think I think it's really well done. I think you're gonna you're gonna absolutely love this game. Awesome. Yeah. I'm Uh, I'm glad to hear it. um, And the combat's quite good too. There's like a break system um, where basically uh, at at the bottom of the the enemy, it shows that they're maybe weak to maybe three different types of moves or maybe two, maybe four, (coughs) whatever. And you've got to sort of experiment experiment with your moves before you know what they're weak to. And then when you find what they're weak to, you can you hit them multiple times, or it, it shows how many times you've got to hit them until their their essentially their shields are broken, and then you do more damage to it. Yep. So it's a lot of like, if you haven't versed that enemy before, it's sort of like hitting them with different things. You're seeing that uh, you know they're weak to this. Okay, good. Gonna smash it. Yeah, it's good. Persona has a similar system as well to that, where um, if you hit an enemy with an opposing element. Um, you'll do much further significant damage mm. rather um, and sometimes depending uh, on some enemies it's the only way you can do damage to them mm. so yeah <laughs> I, I understand I understand the concept it's almost it's almost Pokemon-esque but with a lot more flair <laughs> yeah I, I come across this uh, bird I'm like oh I use my thunder spell it's obviously weak against lightning <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, and it didn't work I'm like oh, whoops no well. no well so can I actually it's weak to wind because if you throw a bird into a wind turbine they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to fly away are they <laughs> no I ended up just hitting it with my axe and it's like oh well it's weak to axe <laughs> <laughs> fair enough go <laughs> I'm just like oh I can't hit a bird with an axe it's too high <laughs> maybe not maybe not oh god yeah, so absolutely, absolutely love that. I can't wait for that comes out. That's uh, July something or other, twenty something. Yep, just can't wait for that. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good. Yeah, actually, I did notice too. I was playing it on the TV. It looks beautiful on the TV as you expect. But when I um, I ended up going to bed and I took the switch with me, went to bed, and it seemed a bit more washed out, a bit more blurry on the switch. Obviously, running it uh, seven twenty on the switch opposed to ten eighty. But yeah, it made quite a difference actually. Maybe it, maybe that'd be fixed up as game releases. Maybe still got some time. Yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, I did notice a fair bit of a difference. It wasn't quite as eye popping on the actual Switch, mm. which um isn't usually the case really for Switch games. Usually, it looks fantastic on the Switch as well. But yeah, oh well, it didn't look bad by any stretch of the imagination. But I did notice a difference. 
Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. I'm excited for it anyway. It's a good old uh, factory JRPG. JRPG factory. RPG factory. JRPG. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a mouthful to say. Any combination of those words is fine, Bryce. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you've been playing? Or? No, I think uh, I think that's pretty much it. I've been in Nintendo Fever with all the free with the, well free. I say free. I already purchased it DLC this week. Yeah, uh, which is good. Been a good week. Been, it's been a fantastic E three. Obviously, not the best E three, but it's been a it's been a good E three. I, I quite enjoyed it. Hashtag save Fortnite. Uh, that, that, that's is that the hashtag? What they're using? No, so, no. <laughs> I was about to say. A lot of people were looking for a hashtag to make for it, but I think I think it's just the fact that like. Uh, that's that's the one, that's the one thing I have this week where if they could fix that, then I would have been fine. Mm. But so far, PlayStation's not budging. If PlayStation do budge, are you gonna are you gonna forgive them or not? Probably not for a while. No, they'll do the same thing that happened with me and Xbox when they announced internet only console bullshit. Mm. I'll be like, fuck this, and then I won't purchase their console. And I didn't purchase their console for years until Phil Spencer took over. Mm. Well, at least. You you uh, have a lot of salt on your food, so you're gonna have plenty of salt for the next couple of years. So that's okay. <laughs> He's putting the roof finger up at me. Yep. Fuck fuck you. All right, bro. I'll just send it here. Everybody, thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario episode forty six. Six. Yeah, I had to remind you. Number forty six. We are a part of the Eight Bit Collective. Ten podcasts and twenty two creators coming together to make some awesome content for your ears. Go over to eight bit.net, have a look at some of the other podcasts, and of course look at our little page. We've got a page with our picture. And we a li- do. We actually made a little ad, which is kind of cool. Yes. You have to listen to that over there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have a Discord community which uh, has really grown over E three. Thank you very much to everyone that's gone in there, and thank you very much to the regulars who are in there every week. Yes, absolutely. We love talking to you every week. 100%. And we love, um, I like uh, trampolines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trampolines. <laughs> yeah. It's a way to bring, way to bring the people in. <laughs> Kids love trampolines, man. Just put, just put, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. everybody loves trampolines. Everybody loves trampolines. Why are you putting at me like that? <laughs> God, uh, you say, you say kids love trampolines. It's starting to look a bit creepy there. That's all. No, uh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you enjoy the show, leave us a review on iTunes. And if you don't use Apple products because you think they're evil corporation, uh, go over to your Twitter, your Facebook, or your mate who lives across the road and say, hey, the House of Mario is a Nintendo podcast. Here, here are the links. And do a backflip on your trampoline and run away. <laughs> have you a minute to listen to our Lord and Saviour's Drew and Bryce on the House of Mario podcast? That's all you have to say. Just knock on the door and say that. You'll be fine. If we're anyone's Lord and Saviour. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh, Bryce where can they find you on Twitter at Bryce DeWitt you can find me at iDruby and the House of Mario at the House of Mario we are a uh, podcast and uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we now I never would have uh, guessed it's only 6 o'clock it is only 6 o'clock but I'm also tired I feel you not in the morning this time no thank god yeah uh, this week's Nintendo Jukebox is a Donkey Kong remix by San ha- Holo yeah San Holo I was you about to say, said Han Solo. I was about to. Almost. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it's neat. Have a listen to it. If you uh, like what you hear, go over to his SoundCloud page, pay him a visit, send him a message saying, "Hey, I like your song." So did the House of Mario podcast. Here you go. Here's some links. <laughs> <laughs> just just get everyone who listens to the show. Just like here's the links. Links for everyone. Links for everyone. They're free. You could just hit Control C, hit Control V. They're for everyone. They might be offended because Lynx is like that deodorant stuff you put on. It's like, they might just take it that you stink <laughs> and they'll kick you out the house. Oh my God. We won't kick you out the house of Mario though. That's the main thing. Yes. yes. Anyway. Okay. We'll always love you here. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>